Hello, Rick. Hello? Hello, Rick. Uh, your phone is kind of cutting in and out. Oh, is it? Oh. Sounds like it's on. Yeah, it sounds like it's on a noise gate or something. Are oh. you trying to record this at the same time? No, I have another another recording device next to me, though. Huh. Oh, okay. Uh, if you keep talking, then I can hear you, but it's it's cutting you off as you start in and as you finish. Okay. Is that how's that? Is that a little better? Yes, that is a little better. Okay, I put the phone away from me. Hi, uh, is this Dominic? Yeah. Hi. Hey, man. So how's it going? It's been a while since we talked. Uh, okay. When was the last time we talked? Uh, when when Allied Forces came back out, the reissue. Oh yeah, on vinyl. Yep, I got that. Okay. That's been a while. Yeah, that would have been geez, yeah. five years ago, four <laughs> yeah, or five years ago. I, I don't remember when the Triumph Boys did that. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. And then we had you out just a little while before that also, when you were getting ready to go out to Sweden. Yeah, 2008. Wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been quite a ride. Lots of lots of water under the bridge. Yeah. And you got a new new release coming out here, which is really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing a lot of promo for it. I, I, I got to admit, I'm getting impatient, you know, like... Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, you write the songs, and it takes months and months and maybe a couple of years, and then the deal came along, and uh, that took a few months to sort of negotiate and talk about, and then we, we went in and started recording in April and uh, delivered the album in, you know, early, the second week of July, kind of, and promo started in September, and, you know, Okay, so here I am. I'm doing interviews, like, you know, sometimes five, six a day. Wow. And the album doesn't even come out <laughs> next week, you know. I'm going, come on. I want to get it started already, you know. I'm not used to this world of uh, pre-release, you know. Uh, oh, we want to get pre-orders and we want to have put up the teaser videos on YouTube and stuff. It's like, I'm used to the old days when you finish an album and you delivered it, and then you know eight weeks later they put it out. Yep. You know, but it's it's good though. I, I I see it as this. You know, they're doing all this the promoting on this one because it's a lot different these days with the the music, like you said, and just to get it out to a bunch of different networks and a bunch of different um, people to get their hands on it and to do do reviews on it to help build that hype up for you. It's true. I mean, that, that's for sure. And, and I'm, I'm happy that they're doing all of that. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I end up being a little ambivalent about certain kinds of aspects of it. Like, you know, who ends up being the, the most important salesman of the album? Well, it ends up being me. Yeah. You know, like I say, can't you get some of the guys in the band to do some of the interviews? And they go, oh, no, people want to talk to you, right? Uh, like, that's that's the way it works. Like, you know. So we'll schedule you for one at uh, 10 o'clock, one, one at 10.20, one at 10.40, one yeah. at 11, one at 11.20. And you go, oh, geez, okay. You know, thanks so much. <laughs> There's your morning. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever, you're right, though. I mean, it, it's good that they're doing it. You know, I'm not going to complain about that, and they have been doing a great job, and yeah. my relationship with Mascot has been a really good one. Like, I, you know, they're... They're, uh, 
they're a very artist-oriented kind of label, and they gave me, you know, 100% freedom to make the record in the first place, so, you know, the least I can do is return the favor by doing the promotion and the marketing that Mm -hmm. they want. Yeah, I really hope this thing takes off for you. You know, I, 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 when I listen to this, you know, it really gets me some really, it gives me like those, you know, back in the day when the records came out and you were looking forward to something, and you, and especially like being a guitarist like I am, I look forward to hearing some new stuff that you'd come out with, so it would blow me away. And when I listen to this new one, I actually got those chills that I got as a kid, and which is really nice to, to finally get that again. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. You know, I'm glad that it uh, that it's having that kind of impact. And you know, you know, doing all the interviews, I, I have been, you know, uh, very sort of humbled and gratified by the fact that you know, like I, I did one a couple of days ago, and a woman uh, reviewer, like what she likes about my songs and and, and my my artistry is my vocals. She, she was really about the singing and, yeah. and talking all about that and saying, oh, she just thought that it was tremendous lyrics and a great and great songs and great melodies and great singing. And, you know, I don't often hear that. I mean, you know, normally you're talking to guys that are uh, sort of about guitar playing yeah. or, you know, of course the mascot thing, so many guitar players, you know, <laughs> on, their, on their roster that yeah. are great players. And so, you know, the media that they have, uh, connectivity to are a very guitar oriented kind of community, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, it was nice. To, it's, it's nice to hear that, you know, and, um, yeah, you know, the, the other thing that I find very gratifying is that people are picking up on, you know, that it's a band project and that, you know, oh, they go, oh man, the drummer is so good. And wow, the arrangements are so great. Mm-hmm. And, Wow, the sound of the record, the production of the record is so lovely, you know. Oh, yeah. Th- those things I go like, that's good, because, uh, you know, that's not necessarily me, you know. That's, that's the band, yeah. all the guys that, you know, I hire <laughs> yep. and and the guys that I work with, you know. And so I, that, that it goes back to the whole theme of the brotherhood of the thing and the, mm-hmm. the teamwork of the thing. And so that makes me feel pretty good, too. It's like, hey, we've accomplished what we set out to try yeah. and do. Yeah, one of the one of the things I like about it is also you, the, the chemistry that you feel when you listen to it. It's not like things are like prearranged and everything, and people are just like session workers. It actually feels like there's a there's like a really good gel mixed between all of you guys. Good chemistry. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was what we set out to try and capture. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the A and R man from the label, uh, Jim Patulski, he had sort of said to me. Oh, you know, I really want a Canadian record. Like, I want you to have Canadian guests and, 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 you know, um, to me, when I think about, you know, Canadian rock, it's a very wide ranging kind of music. You know, I mean, you could pick Tragically Hip uh, as easily as you could pick Rush or, you know, Old Timer, you know, Bachman Turner Overdrive Triumph, like very different kinds of stuff. But the thing that always held it together was that, you know, as you described it, the, the 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 bands had their own chemistry. You know, that was the thing that made them good. You know, yeah. and, and it was just being good. It wasn't a question of necessarily stylistically falling into one category. It was much more just about you know was the stuff good, and it it didn't matter what it was. You know, Brian Adams, Lover Boy, 
you know, uh, in its own way, those things are, they're really high quality. You know, yeah. they're really well done, you know, just like Rush. So anyways, you know, um, when they said to me, you know, uh, you know, get some guests, I go, well, I don't want to go too far <laughs> overboard yeah. with that because I want people to, you know, I want the band to be something that people get to hear, you know, doing its thing and, and that chemistry that you described, that's what I wanted. So, you know, I, I got Lyson in there for a couple of things mm -hmm. and, and um, James Labrie. And, you know, those were the things that uh, obviously, you know, in the first wave of, of um, marketing and promotion, those are the things people are going to gravitate to and they're going to go, oh, yeah, wow, these guests, isn't this great? But, you know, they're both Canadians and, and uh, that sort of fit in with Patulski's thing. And they were both, like, very, very um, cooperative, uh, humble, you know, wanting to sort of fit into the chemistry of the thing, which, you know, that to me was, <laughs> I mean, that's why I invited them in the first place, yep. you know. That's great, man. It's when when I listen to it, and I and I listen to Lebray song, and then I listen to one of the Alex on there, and um, but the ones that, that I liked were the ones that you were singing, and it and it just feels like you just had that internal blues factor inside of you that just just kind of like um oozes its way out, you know, through your through the lyrics and through the guitar playing, and that's just and it's some some of the smooth stuff. Now I'm not saying anything negative about the other guys that came in here, but I I was more gravitated towards you and your singing. In your in, in those parts of your songs, yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate that, and you know, I think for me, part of what I was trying to do, you know, and and I might have written twenty songs, and then you know, between Dave and Steve and me, yeah, you know, we decide which ten or eleven we were going to do. Uh, I think they were gravitating to the ones that kind of hung together as a, as a set, you know, as an album. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the common theme to me very clearly from er early on was that they were picking the songs that were, they did gravitate back towards, you say, my triumph time, you know, the, the triumph period in the early 80s mm -hmm. and the late 70s. And then even, you know, music that went back to the stuff that when I was a teenager and I was learning how to play guitar in, in basement bands and, and you know, the, the, the stuff that Clapton played on the Beano album and, and, and when he was in John Mayle and the Blues Breakers and the stuff that Jimmy Page did and, and even in the Yardbirds, you know, but then, of course, Led Zeppelin. And those are things that Lifeson and I share, those roots of being teenage boys learning to play guitar based on the, that British blues that came out of, you know, I mean, those guys were getting it from chess records and, and, and you know, American Chicago-based blues. So, you know, I mean, I think that's that's a part of it with there, but there'd be songs on the record like, you know, My Cathedral, and I would say oh, to yeah, guys, I, love that one. I kind of wanted to feel like, you know, uh, music from Big Pink. I wanted to be like the band, but I wanted to be like Hendrix sat in with them. Yeah. <laughs> so there would be stuff like that, directions that I would give them, and I was clearly going back to the stuff that that was from my teenage years, you know, The Ghost mm -hmm. of Shadowtown, I had written it in, in a kind of a straight down tempo four, and Dave said to me, oh, no, no, you got to do that in 12, eight. and I said, no, if it's in 12, it'll be too much like um, 
since I've been loving you, the Led Zeppelin thing, you know, <laughs> minor key blues in 12. And he says, oh, what are you talking about? Like, why would that be bad? That would be good. <laughs> don't be afraid of that. Let's go for that. Yeah. I go, okay. You know, <laughs> so again, you know, the whole thing of teamwork and, and just that kind of chemistry, that that stuff goes back to your roots. And, and you know, um, I, I think that's a big part of what you're hearing in the songs. Yeah, my my cathedral is my favorite track on there, and it just it just feels like it just encapsulates oh, all record. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and you know the the lady that I was talking to the other day that was you know she was her background was like she was trained. that one that's the first time i heard that one come back at me and I go, oh, it's great you know like so the thing that's kind of neat is that you know lots of different um people that are in the media that they have different favorites was so a german guy goes how i love the song sweet tooth how come you don't do all uh, all your songs on your album that i like sweet tooth i really like that one go, well i'm glad you do <laughs> i'm not gonna do every song the same that's that's not who I am, mm-hmm. you know. I kind of bounce around a fair bit. So. <laughs> yeah, this record does feel like it's um, it's like um, segments of your lifespan, and you hear like different styles and different feelings, especially with the lyrics too. Yeah, I, it's true. I, I mean, part of it is, you know, you reach my age and stage, mm-hmm. and and um, I mean, there's a lyric in end of the line, you know, uh, at my age and stage, I got nothing to lose, yeah. like. I didn't even actually think somebody would ever come along and give me enough of a budget to make a, you know, a full-blown kind of rock production album like this ever again. I I didn't think it was going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, geez, along came Ascot and, you know, said, hey, (laughs) you feel like doing something for us? I go, yeah, all right, sure. (laughs) And, you know, to go back into the metal works and be kind of recapturing that vibe and, the energy of that place, and, and you know, I mean, Gilmore, it's his place, but, you know, there's my, you know, old friend that I had the big falling out with, and then yeah. we made up, and so now and I'm saying, hey, Gil, you know, you want to play drums on a track? And he's going, <laughs> well, shit, I haven't played drums in about eight years, but okay, you know, well, let's give it a shot. So, I mean, there was just so much stuff that was kind of like, it was all breaking my way, you know, like good things that were... Uh, coming to pass, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to, um, I, I, you know, I was going to try and take full advantage of the circumstance, you know, okay, if you're going to give me this kick at the can, then by God, you know, I'm going to try and make it be a very autobiographical kind of kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I might as well try and get everything in there if I can, because I may never get another chance like this again, you know? That's right. Was there any thoughts of making this sort of like a concept kind of record or anything like that? Any kind of thread of it? But did I think that it was this time? Yeah. Sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, did you think when you're putting this together, you know, with all the, the different songs, that this may somehow be sort of like a concept record in any in an idea? Oh. Uh, no, I've, mm-hmm. I've had my fellow concept album. Yeah. I, I did a, a little concept album on my own 
mm-hmm. uh, called Marco's Secret Songbook. That was, mm-hmm. uh, and it it was literally just sort of the most uh, ignored and <laughs> and uh, you know uh, weekly received thing that I'd ever done in my life. And I kind of went, oh, okay, well, and I, I kind of got it out of my system, anyways. You yeah. know, I mean, I had spoken word on that. I had a narrator. I had orchestral <laughs> sections that were underneath, you know, the narrated sections. And mm-hmm. the, the songs all came in a kind of a sequence that was telling a story. Yeah. And no, I mean, now it's just a much looser thing, you know. I mean, yes, you could look at Res 9 and you could say, well, it, it seems to really hang together on a lot of levels. It's almost like it is a, a concept record in certain ways, but that was really just a kind of a, I don't know. I mean, I think that may be true of a lot of really great records that, you know, um, people take their time and, and make sure that they do it right. And then, so now the songs kind of hang together and the musicianship hangs together and the, the production quality mm-hmm. seems to, uh, you know, all be kind of hanging together like that, that. I mean, I guess the word you, you might use is integrity. You know, yeah. now the thing seems to have its own integrated, hanging together kind of, you know, v- value. And um, I, mean, I don't know. I think it's probably just between me and Dave and Steve, we were just trying to be consistent. You know, yeah. that's the big thing. It's like, well, is this song as good as the last one? You know, um, is the production of this one you know, strong and solid and does it really work? And, and, you know, is this bringing something to the party that is a little bit different than the other songs did? And, you know, so all of those kinds of things in the end, I mean, in the end, you just do the best you can, Oh yeah. you know, like nothing's perfect, but if you, if you get most of it right, then it really does, I think, have integrity in the same way that, you know, I mean, here we are, we're talking, it's World Series time, and you see these baseball teams, and, you know, they've been playing baseball, Lord knows, 162 games or something crazy, and then they get in the playoffs, and, you know, the one that's going to win is the one that seems to, you know, come up with, you know, the most integrity, the the best, you know, they've sort of realized themselves in a conceptual way, you know, in the in the most outstanding way, so they win. You know, yeah. they they get to win the World Series, and 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 all the other guys go, you know, shit. You know, maybe next year. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, it's not like I think I'm gonna, you know, win a bunch of Grammys or win the World Series with my album. But mm-hmm. I I think in terms of just sort of, you get a group of guys together, and and everybody from my drummer Paul DeLong to the engineer. Uh, Matt DiMatteo and Wayne Cochran. Everybody was kind of, I think, feeling like it was natural and everybody was finding their A game at the right time, mm-hmm. you know. So I guess if there's any sort of conceptual integrity to it, I would say that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, it, like I said, it just this record just has so much cohesiveness to it. And, and I, really, I really hope the best that this does take off and... And I definitely want to see you come back to Cleveland, though, and with bring Resonator <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the band will come because the last time we played Cleveland, we did um, 
a music box supper club, and it was a nice gig. Yeah. Like I enjoyed that. And it was just a duo, me and Dave. But yeah. um, you know, uh, the agent might want to book that one back again. I don't know if if uh, we would bring the full band or mm -hmm. not, but. We might. You never know. I mean, a lot of these things depend on how much success the record has. You know, yeah. if the record starts doing really well, then there'll be a demand from promoters, and they'll want to do band shows, you know. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that, we're still a long way from that. Who knows? You know, the record isn't even out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so what day does that drop? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What day does it come out? Uh, November 11th. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, we're going to do whatever we can on our part here and uh, to get the word out there through our listeners and all our social and other media outlets that we have. So, we're def Rick, we're definitely going to do our part to help whatever we can do well, with you. I appreciate that. You know, that's uh, I, I love the fact that I'm getting, that's the sense I'm getting from everybody, that they really do feel like the record is deserving mm -hmm. and um that's that's a very gratifying thing. That's a that's a nice thing to get to feel. So let's hope it happens. That's it. Uh, Rick, can you do us a quick favor before we go here? Sure. Can you do another promo ID for our radio show? Maximum threshold? Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Sure. Okay. Hi, this is Rick Emmett from Triumph and from the new Res 9 album, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. That was perfect. Rick, I definitely thank you for giving me the chance again to talk to you and just to get help get the word out about your your new release that's coming out. And like I said, we're going to do everything we can to help pimp it out and get it out there to as many people as we possibly can because cause we believe in this record. We believe in you as we have, you know, over the decades. And definitely, man, you're you're always part of us. Oh, thank you, Dominic. I appreciate oh, no that. And definitely, man, when it, down the road, we got to get you back on here. And so we can keep the word out there about this. You bet. All right. Thanks, buddy. I got to get off to my next call now. I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, man. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.